0: Welcome to Wisdom's Echo, Origin Gate's daily podcast. This is Danielle Elenis and I'm here to bring you an insight of the day. Have you ever wanted something so bad or wanted to achieve something and you felt like what you have with what you have it wouldn't be impossible to get what you want or to achieve what you want? I've been thinking about this lately because um, I am a person who really wants and desires to live a physically and mentally healthy life, and I do things to achieve that. I work out, I try to eat well, I um, meditate and... Just walk closely with Yahweh, um, in order to achieve mental and physical health. And when I'm I'm doing those things and I'm consistent, then I see fruit in my life. But here's the problem. <laughs> um, during the months of. Between like January 15th and April 15th here in the United States where we live, it is very, very cold and sometimes it snows and often the sun isn't out and when we wake up in the morning, it's not light out and it's very cold and we're snuggled up under warm, warm blankets and it's very difficult and challenging for me to get up in the morning and work out. And because I want to stay in bed, I want to snuggle, I want to stay warm, it's too cold, it's too hard. All of these things come to mind, right? Well, what happens is I very quickly um, end up not being at my healthiest and I fall out of shape and um, gain weight. And this has happened to me Um, for the last several years now, as I've um, gotten older, it's definitely increased every year um, the impact of me when I'm not working out or being consistently um, physically fit. And so by the time April comes around, I'm starting from ground zero on my fitness journey and um, because then it starts warming up and I feel a little motivated, but honestly, it's it's difficult. It's difficult to start from ground zero again because you lose so much physical strength and and your your endurance is low when you don't work out and all of those things, right? So but you know, very I I find out that as I do it and as I do just a little bit at a time, very quickly. Um, I see my strength increasing and I see things beginning to change in my body. Now, I want you to know that during the warm months when I am consistently physically fit and motivated to work out, um, it's still not easy for me. I am not the type of person who can't, who like just can't wait to get a workout in. I am the type of person who only likes my workout when it's finished. And so, um, but what I've realized and I've just mentally had to work this out is that um, I really only have to work out four hours a week. In order to achieve the results that I desire. And so that would be four days, one hour each on four of those days. So that's four out of seven days. So that's three days off for me. And then four hours out of approximately 105 of my waking hours, which is less than 4% of the time I'm awake in a week, that I have to put in to see the results that I desire. And I began to think about this recently, and I began to realize that that's incredible, that it only takes four hours a week. It's every day that I work out. If I work out for one hour out of the 14 hours I'm awake during, during the day, I or 15 hours I'm awake during the day, That one hour makes the next 14 hours feel so good to me. I feel like a different person. And so I began to just understand that I really only need to put in the minimal, even though to me it feels like so much work. It's not when I look at it this way. And there is tremendous fruit that comes out of it. And what I started thinking about more and more was how the Lord uses the little that we have, the little that we give, and he multiplies it. We know the story about the fish that the boy had and how the Lord multiplied that fish. It, it It's really because that little boy thought that the Lord could do so, something with the little that he he had, you know, it, and, and I think that's exactly what this verse in Luke seventeen five means. The apostles said to the Lord, increase our faith. And the Lord answers, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you can say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted in the sea and it will obey you. And what the Lord was saying to them is like, don't ask me to just give you faith because what he was saying is if you have just the, the smallest bit of faith because he knew that they did have it then you'll be able to you know move mountains you'll, this this mulberry tree will be uprooted and you'll be able to do great things and and so i believe that this applies to so many areas of of our lives and Unfortunately, I think we focus more on the things we don't have and we focus on the fear that because we don't have, and it's often just our perception that we don't have, that we can't get or achieve those things that we desire. I see this when I'm praying for my adult children. I think when they were smaller, it was easier for me to um, see and, and focus and sow into the positive in their lives. But as they'd become adults and may, begun making their own decisions and choices and navigating through life, um, there's concerns that come up and worries that come up. And I've noticed myself that there's times that, or much of the time that I was focusing on those things, on my fears and on what I may perceive my children are lacking rather than the things, the many things really that they have that are positive in them. And therefore I was actually sowing in to what I thought they were lacking, I was praying out of that place of, of fear and worry rather than out of what they had and um, offering that up unto the Lord. And so I want to ask you today to consider how you perceive yourself. Um, do you identify as someone who who doesn't have enough? When you think of yourself, when you think of doing something great, do you think, oh, that's so much work. I can't do that. I just don't know how I'm going to get that done. Or are you able to bypass those thoughts and grab a hold of maybe the few strengths that you do have and build on those. I think my husband is one of the greatest teachers and examples of this because he has taught, and many of you I'm sure have heard him teach this, that we are to build on our strengths. Everybody says you've got to work on your weaknesses, work on your weaknesses. But he says, build your strengths and Honor the strengths that others have around you that maybe are your weaknesses. You know, there's other people around us that are strong in areas that we are weak in. And when we build and encourage them to build their strengths, I believe that those things that we have as weaknesses will actually be built up too, because when we honor and encourage others to build up their own strengths, we're able to be encouraged by, by those strengths. And if those strengths happen to be our weaknesses, we're able to learn and grow from, from those around us. And so it's just so important to understand that you do have and carry something and you do need to focus on that bring what you have give what time you have it's it really only requires a little think of what i shared at the beginning with my exercise routine it's 4 hours it's less than 4% of my waking time during the week that brings such a big results in my life. And it helps me to achieve that desire to live a healthy lifestyle. And so everything takes discipline, right? We have to discipline ourselves to focus on what we have and not what we lack. Um, Gosh, creation is such an incredible example. It's all around us of how the littlest tiny seed produces this the most beautiful forest or um, the flowers around us that there's, that there's just so much um, in creation that we can learn from from this. I mean, if the seed uh, sat there and questioned itself um, and said, "Oh, well, you know, I, I don't look like that flower. Uh, I could never do that, or I could never get there, and gave up right then and there, and didn't didn't do what it's supposed to do. Um, we wouldn't we wouldn't have flowers. We wouldn't have forests. But thankfully, um, those things do not question <laughs> their identity. They don't question what they have, and they they um, actually carry out. Um, what God has given them and offer it to him. And we get to enjoy the beauty of that. And so we can learn so much from creation. So I think often we're like those disciples asking God for what we want. And, and Yahweh is saying, you know, you, you already, you already have it. You have a little of that in you and if you could just see that and and you could give that little bit to me i will take it and i'll multiply it it's it's like investments it's like investing money really it takes discipline for us to be good stewards of our finances if we would take the little that we have and be disciplined to put a little aside for saving and a little aside for investing and a little aside for trading and these things, then it would it will build up over time. And there will be fruit, abundant fruit, and we will have the wealth if that's what we desire. We'll we'll have that, we'll see that come to pass. And same thing for health in the air in the example I gave you, same thing for your children. Um is same thing for your own life. Um, stop underestimating what you have. I encourage you to begin to thank Yahweh for what you have, for what your children have, for what you carry, for what your children carry. Um, and just begin to sow and focus on those strengths that you do have, give them to Him. And allow him to multiply and bring forth fruit from those things that you have. I, um, I just bless you today and thank God for you. He sees you and he sees the good in you. And he so desires, if I can say desperately desires, for you to see that he can work with the good that is within you because he wants to use it. So give it to him today. Bless you.